Hi everyone, this is Georgiana from Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. We haven't done any new episodes in quite a while because it's the holidays and it's the summer and you know what it's like in the summer. Things are a little bit lighter and slower than usual. But this has not been in vain because today I'm talking to someone who's super interested interesting also and super interested in employer branding and his name is Michiel Das and he comes from Barcelona and Michiel please tell me a little bit about what you do because you do a lot of things you work as a marketing director you have an employer branding project on the side please let us know exactly what you do on a daily basis Okay, great. Uh, yeah, first of all, thank you, Georgiana, for, for having me here with you. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a pleasure to, to being able to share um, some of my yeah, tips and tricks in, in the world of employer branding. Mm-hmm. So as you already mentioned as well, so my name is uh, Michiel Das. I'm originally from, from Belgium, but currently living in, in Barcelona uh, for the last uh, 10 years. And basically, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the love the different things so basically what i'm i'm doing is combining uh, three of my my passions the, the <laughs> first one is everything that's that's related with with marketing right so i'm currently the the cmo of a startup that, uh, here in barcelona that's yes. operating in 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 spain uh, but also we're also opening france so i'm i'm, I'm doing that uh, on a on a daily basis which mm-hmm. is my my main job but also um i also like the startup scene a lot so i've also created uh, two projects one of which is Employer Branding Lab, which is a, a startup right. where we focus specifically uh, on, on uh, implementing employer branding strategies for, for companies, for different types of companies. Um, so that's, that's also that, that's something that I like doing a lot, you know, to, mm-hmm. to um, mm-hmm. using marketing skills to grow other businesses and, and my own projects. And then the third passion that I also have is, is being able to share you know, everything that I'm doing or that I'm learning to share with others. So I'm also teaching in a few business schools here in, in Barcelona and in Spain uh, in, in general. That's super nice. Um, Michiel, I'm, I'm sort, of, sort of also someone who has converted little by little from marketing to employer branding. And as I speak to, to more and more people during my podcast, and not only, I discover that employer branding is at the confluence between marketing and human resources, but also other disciplines. What would you say about employer branding? Is it more about marketing, more about Im- about human resources, or is it a mix of both? Yeah, it's actually a very good question. And it was also a question that I asked myself in 2012, which was when um, SEAT, so the Volkswagen Group, published a, a job offer uh, for a person that they were looking for to uh, take care of the employer branding strategy. Because SEAT mm-hmm. and the Volkswagen Group in general, um, since 2012, they've, they they know what, what, it, what, it, what is going to happen in, in the near future because they're doing all their planning, right? And, exactly. And, and they mm-hmm. saw that a lot of people were going to retire in the, in the next couple of years. So the next five to 10 years. And at the same time, they also saw it was difficult to, to attract certain types of profiles. No? So engineers yeah. and um, computer programmers, which we all have problems in, in all of the countries and in all of the companies no? to, to find those mm-hmm. profiles. Mm-hmm. So um, in 2012, they decided that they wanted to start with an employer branding strategy. So um, I saw the job offer. It was something completely new to me because um, I wasn't very familiar with employer branding. However, I did 
come from from a background uh, in in marketing, no? So so very marketing oriented, and the the job offer of, of employer branding sounded very much as a yeah a, a marketing uh, mm -hmm. job offer actually, no? Mm -hmm. Because they were looking for someone to position the company, for someone to to do an analysis of uh, of of how the company was doing, not in terms of products and services, but in terms of people, right? So in the end, uh, employer branding has to do a lot with. Uh, with marketing no? and that's also why I uh, inscribed myself and why in the end I also started working at SEAT as the uh, responsible of employer branding uh, with a marketing background but in the HR department so mm -hmm. basically okay. what, what I found was um, was you know that that, that human resources um, is, is transitioning is evolving more and more towards a more marketing approach where yes. um, more and more they they also need uh, to, to, to position the company from a, from an employer point of view, no? to, to be able to attract new talents, but also to to uh, to retain and to motivate the employees that, that, that are currently working at the company. So what I'm seeing um, nowadays is that, that a lot of HR departments still have don't have perhaps a high level of marketing knowledge and yes. that's also why employer mm -hmm. branding um, works very well if you can combine it with what you were saying no? so having hr obviously because it's a it's it's a concept that's that's focused 100 on hr but have a very good basis there of of, of marketing or of, of marketing people mm -hmm. that can also help with strategies with analysis um but also with with you know just getting the message out there right and com if you combine that so hr and marketing with uh, the people of, of, of the communications department or the communication responsible, you get the ideal combination, right? And, mm -hmm. and when we're doing uh, employer branding strategies and when we're implementing solutions uh, for companies, what we normally always tend to do is, is have uh, HR obviously in the meetings, marketing as well, but also communications, right? The communications mm -hmm. department. Mm -hmm. Because most of the times what we're seeing is a lot of companies are doing great stuff. They're doing a lot of things, but they they they're not communicating it uh, towards true. the outside mm -hmm. but especially mm -hmm. towards their own employees uh, they're they're just not you know um, um reminding employees why it's so good to be working at, at the current company so that's why um yeah it's it's obviously an hr function but with a lot of uh, support i think that is necessary from from marketing and also from communication to make it a success absolutely and hopefully as time passes it gets to become more and more independent and it yeah. gets to become a department on its yeah. own and it gets yeah. to attract people from various disciplines to work you know single-handedly exactly. in, in, in exactly. this department because nowadays nowadays as well it's 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 still a bit of a gray zone no? because exactly. hr mm -hmm. doesn't want to to be too much involved in, in employer branding because they, they they don't have the time most of the time but also yes. because sometimes they lack a bit of knowledge uh, to do it but marketing also cannot do it on their own because they need the, the strategy and they need from, to know what it, what course. is happening in hr no? and then communications uh, the communications department as well right they can communicate but if, if they don't have the message that, that they want or need to reinforce it's also difficult for them so that's why it's a bit of a gray zone but in most of the companies what what we're seeing lately is that um, at, at finally, no. So marketing, HR, and communications are sitting together and they're working on a on a on a strategy that makes sense mm -hmm. for the company as a whole. Exactly at the same table. So yes, hopefully yeah. a few years from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bit like it used to be with digital marketing about 10, 12 years ago, yeah. even more. Totally. Um, Michiel, the Quideo slogan says, "We take care of great people." How does Quideo take care of its own people? 
Yeah, that, that's a very good question. So Quido is, is the company where I'm currently working as the uh, director of marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So combining my, my first passion no? and, and then the second one is, is, is employer branding and everything that we're doing in employer branding lab. But as I said before, my, my background is, is, is in marketing, right? So I'm currently the, the marketing director of that uh, startup. So what we're doing in, in, in this particular startup um, is we, we noticed that particularly in Spain and in France, it's difficult for uh, families to find someone to take care of their parents, right? So, mm -hmm. of, or of their grandparents. So a lot of families are struggling. Um, th their parents or grandparents, they need help at home. Yes. Uh, the family cannot cannot deal with it because they're also working or they also have you know, other, other things to do um, and they cannot um, help their parents or grandparents as much as they would. So what they're yeah. doing is they're looking for, for help, right? And um, what we saw is uh, in, in 2015, what we saw is that uh, a lot of people were looking for help. What was it was quite difficult to find help, right? It's a bit like uh, finding a good person uh, to do employer branding or finding a good person yeah. to do marketing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you have a lot of different profiles, but you need to find, uh, um, yeah, the 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 the, the place no, to to where those people are exactly. Um, yeah, being being active, right? So exactly. what we did is mm -hmm. we created like a sort of a marketplace where uh, we started validating people that had the experience and had um, the, the studies to really take care of, of older people, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we started mm -hmm. to create a marketplace and, and a database with those people. What we then did is when families uh, had a specific need, we could then go to our database and put those families in contact, in contact. with okay. specialized people mm -hmm. that could help them uh, take care when when you know when 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 they needed to to be taken care of and that's basically what we created so we created like a marketplace uh, where we put families into contact with with people that that can help them uh, with with their needs and um Basically, the slogan uh, "We take care of great people." Um, it basically refers to, um, to to the positioning that we want to go after. So, basically, the positioning of, of the company is um, your parents or grandparents have taken care of you, you know, when when you were little mm -hmm. or you were, were, when you were growing yes. up. So. Um, uh, now that you know they need our help, we also need to take care of them, right? And 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 we want and and we don't want to focus it around you know just taking care of them and that's it. You know, because they're the most important people in uh, in your lives, right? Absolutely. So that's why we have the slogan: we can, we take care of great people uh, towards the outside, right? So to mm -hmm. make sure what we stand for, but also towards the inside, uh, towards our own employees, um, because what we're doing is we're following uh, a startup approach, which is very horizontal, where everybody can can um, can also share their ideas, and uh, we're working in in in, in small uh, groups. Um, and the good thing about this company uh, is that you know we're all aligned, no? so everybody's is going towards the same goal, and and that's a bit what uh, what we want to uh, yeah what, what we want to stress with with that specific slogan. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you also have a different project entitled the Employer Branding Lab. Who are exactly. your, who are your clients here? What what type of companies do you work for predominantly? <laughs> Exactly. So, um, so Cuideo, what we mentioned before, is, is basically what, what I'm doing on, on a daily basis, very marketing focused, right? Mm -hmm. But I also have um, another project, a startup that I, that I uh, launched in 2015, which is called Employer Branding Lab. So what we're doing there, basically, it basically started 
as a project uh, just to share, you know, the same as, as you're doing on, on your websites to share <laughs> strategies on employer branding, right? And, and we started sharing and we created a blog and we published a lot of articles, but then we started receiving requests from people that were reading the content, that liked the content, that had asked us, you know, hey, would you be willing to, to help us out mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. uh, employer branding? Um, and then basically it, it, it started growing a bit organically. So the, the idea was originally to just publish you know, some, some content and just yeah. you know, educate people. Mm -hmm. But then we started transitioning towards also offering uh, our services to people. And that's also why it basically started as a, as a side project that, that I had, but now it's growing and growing and growing. And uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're now um, a team of, of five people. Cool. Uh, helping nice. helping companies out and what we're doing is the, the type of companies that we're focusing on is we we basically have uh, three different types of, of, of companies so we mm -hmm. have startups um, on, on one side so startups that need to find uh, the best possible people because uh, in terms of startups the success specifically for early stage startups the success depends yeah, on you know on how good your mm -hmm. first employees are Absolutely. so a lot of startups they're looking for very good people to 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 lift the business right to the next level and and that's what, what we're doing there so helping them to really stand out as a startup you know, to really focus on that messaging towards the exterior because a lot of startups still cannot compete with multinational companies in terms of salary or in terms of benefits so what we do is help them really see you know what is your um, target audience uh, your target candidates what are they looking for right and going a bit behind uh, beyond the typical ping pong tables or the typical yes. fruits that you have or the parties that we have right because that's not that's not a value proposition that's not something that's going to attract people um, to, to and motivate them to, to come to work at your startup right so you need to think about mm -hmm. you know what the vision is um, we need you need to have information about uh, about the founders on the website uh, about the investors you know and that's going to attract people so what we're doing in, in, in that specific aspect is helping startups with that specific message right to yeah. to to attract those top talents that they need at the beginning and we're also on the other hand working together with with um, small small medium-sized enterprises um so here it's a bit different right so small medium-sized enterprises they're not looking to attract the, the top talents but what, what they're basically looking for is they 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 don't have time to do employer branding, they know it's important. And also now, you know, with the Corona pandemic and and with working from home, they know you know that something needs to change because you know yes. people aren't mm -hmm. willing to come to the office anymore uh, every day of of the week. So they they know that something needs to change, but they they just don't have the time. Uh, they don't have the time to do it. And what we're doing there is we're helping them as a partner. Um, taking care of, of, of some of the aspects like updating the website, updating the messages, mm -hmm. um, also taking care of the, the job adverts, right? So making sure that we're uh, that we're um, communicating what you know what the, the, the company wants to, to be positioned for. Mm -hmm. And then the, the third um, the third um, focus that we have are bigger companies, so multinational companies who most of the times do have the budget, but what they sometimes don't have is is a clear strategy as yeah. to where they want to go, right? Because they're so big and they're in so many different locations that sometimes it's it's difficult for them to you know to 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 take a step back to analyze everything that they're doing and to, to um, create like a clear strategy. So what we're doing with those multinational companies is helping them a bit more with the strategic point of view. Um, and, and what we're doing here specifically is the connection between Spain and Latin America, because mm -hmm. from a language point of view, mm -hmm. um, they're very similar. You know, it's, it's the same language. It's, it's all Spanish with, yep. with some um, small differences, but, but it's all uh, Spanish. Um, but there are some 
a lot of cultural differences, right? And um, when you're a multinational company, specifically a multinational company with offices in Spain and in Colombia or in Argentina, et cetera, et cetera. So you also need to have that specific uh, cultural uh, mindset um, yes. in, in your strategy, right? To, mm -hmm. to adopt the message and to not go with a generic message that perhaps works in Spain, but does, isn't going to work in, in, in Argentina, for example. Yes. So yeah, basically a bit, mm -hmm. a bit mm -hmm. of uh, yeah, different types of projects for, for different types of companies and, and different types of needs. No? So the startup specifically interested in, in attracting those top talents, um, small and medium sized companies, helping them out a bit more no? uh, with, with, with the practical side of the, of the employer branding strategies. And then multinational companies, more the strategic point of view is, you know, where, where are we now and what do we want to achieve? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and now a bit of a different question. You are someone who, who has studied abroad quite a lot, okay, and you speak many languages. So this is really interesting for me. I'm really eager to know, would you say employer branding varies culturally? And if so, would you say that Spanish employees, for example, prefer different strategies that maybe the Western European um, employees, companies don't really feel so strongly about? What's your take on this? Yeah, that's, that's actually a very, a very good, uh, very good question. Um, because more and more, no, what's what's happening is we're, we're uh, yeah, we're born in one country, then we moved to another country. Mm -hmm. no? So we have a lot of uh, examples. No, we, 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 we ourselves no, are, are yes. uh, two examples of, of, of that specific situation, but also oh, sure. have a lot of friends. Uh, we're, we're in a similar situation as well. No? So um, so that's, that makes it even more challenging, right? So you have the cultural aspect of, of each of the countries, but then you also have the cultural aspect mm -hmm. of each of those people living in, in each of these countries who at the same time also come from different cultures or from different countries. So it's going to be very interesting in the near yes. future because what I'm thinking is that, or what we're seeing as well, is that uh, the globalization is going to keep increasing now because specifically in, in Europe, it's it's easy to, to move to another country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, so um, and especially nowadays, no, with, the, with the possibility to work from home, where we also, even though we're not going to be physically in another country, we're going to have to collaborate with people from other countries or other cultures. So. That's actually a, a very good question. Um, and the answer, uh, as always in, in employer branding, is, is, is a bit, yeah, it's, it's a bit difficult, no? And it's also going to differ perhaps a bit um, um, with, with each specific company. But just to give you some, some, some insights, no? So um, what we're seeing is uh, with the project that we've been doing in, in, in Spain, in Latin America, and also in, in, in Belgium, is um, we see that most of the time in, in most of the countries, People tend to prioritize the same, the same, um, the same things, right? So um, nowadays, with the pandemic, the flexibility, mm -hmm. you know, uh, working yeah, from home, sure. possibilities, mm -hmm. salaries, also obviously important, um, and also having a, a good company culture, right? So we know that those are in most of the countries the most important factors. However, there's going to be a difference sometimes in countries in terms of you know what's going to be the top one, top two, or top three. But we know that those four most of the times are, are the most important factors that, that people take into account, specifically nowadays mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. the, with the corona pandemic. Um, but then going a bit more into detail in all of the countries, what we're seeing, for instance, in, in, in Spain is um, Spain previously had a work culture where you would be in the office from, from 8 in, in the morning till 8 in the afternoon. Right? Then you'd have like a two-hour lunch break um, at midday. Uh, and then and then you'd go back to the office. Um, so it were very long days that, that a lot of companies yes. were doing, a lot of employees were also doing. So in Spain, um, for instance, 
that aspect, so, so the work-life balance is, is gaining more and more traction, right? So, so people are prioritizing um, working for companies that have, um, that have more work-life balance mm -hmm. as being more and more important. On the contrary, salary has always been a difficult aspect in, in Spain because salaries, if you compare it to Germany perhaps, or yeah. to Belgium, or to the Netherlands, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's lower in general, right? So that's also going to be something that people, uh, when we compare perhaps people from Belgium or the Netherlands you know, with, with people from, from Spain, salary in Spain would be a bit lower on the, on the scale of importance, mm -hmm. right? Because salaries in, in general are a bit, uh, a bit lower. So you have like these uh, geographical differences no? in terms of, in terms of what, 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 what people are looking for. But then we also have, and this is also something very interesting, what we're seeing, differences in terms of messages and also in terms of, you know, ways to, to talk to people. Um, mm -hmm. Um, so giving some very specific examples. So, so in Spain, when you meet someone, it's, it's very common. Well, not at the time with the Corona pandemic, but before the Corona pandemic, if it was uh, in a, a, in an informal situation to give that person two kisses, right? Yeah. Um, which is something that perhaps in, in Belgium is very strange. You would, you would give a hand, no, or, or yeah. you would, you, to create some, some distance, no? So this is something, um, what we're also seeing when we're doing um, employer branding strategies. So in terms of the pictures, right? So what we're seeing is in Spain, mm -hmm. um, the pictures, you know, they need to be close. Uh, people need to be touching, uh, slightly touching each other, no? So to, mm -hmm. to, 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 to give this um, feeling, no, that's that that, it, that it's that that there's more contact, no? which yeah. is what we're seeing in, in in Spain. And then in Belgium, for instance, when we're doing when, when we did a test, no, so we did an A/B test with with the pictures that we're using in Spain, so people uh, giving giving each other a hug, which we would then place on 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 the company website. In Belgium, for instance, those pictures didn't work that well. Mm -hmm. no? and, and 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 Belgian people preferred you know two people sitting together, but you know not giving their, themselves a hug or something like that. Yes. Right. So we're seeing those differences as well. Um, on, on even on 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 a no on, on a picture level, um, so answering your question, uh, yeah, it, when you combine all of those factors, no, so you have like geographical differences, but then you also have like cultural differences, but then you know you're also adding foreign people to that equation. I mean, yeah, it's 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 there are a lot of different cultural for sure. Yeah, like a lot of different mm -hmm. um, cultures that you're mixing. So yeah. Uh, a difficult question to 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 really answer with a with a clear uh, conclusion. But what mm -hmm. we're seeing is, you know, and that's also what we're doing. We're doing A/B testing. Um, so what we're doing is we have like if if you have like the websites, you have the company website, you have the, the the job offers there, and you have the description. What we're doing is people that enter the website, uh, fifty percent of the people see a different picture, fifty percent of the people see another picture, yeah. right? Uh, and the same thing with 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 the with the content as well, right? So um, we're doing tests with. Uh, writing more in, in an informal way, which in Spain tends to work a bit better. Uh, but then, you know, if we do the same thing in Belgium or the Netherlands, we see that it converts less, right? So less people are uh, reading the entire job advert. So, um, yeah, those are the main conclusions that we have right now. What we're now doing as well is going a step further and, and, and really detecting if, if that's also the same thing for, for, um, for different for for people that are foreigners in that specific country or not no? mm -hmm. in, in a way that if you know i as a belgium i'm also slowly starting to adopt the 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 culture of spain or not but that's something that we're still investigating and it's something that's going to take some some time i don't know if, if what your experience is with that no because you're also uh, living in another country if you also started yes. to adopt 
So to, to me, the... it's a bit vice versa. You know, I come okay. from a Latin culture and I moved mm. to, to Germany, which is yeah. the opposite of that yeah. in a way. Yeah. But then Berlin's different. It's a mix yeah. of many, many nationalities. So I don't feel such a huge difference compared to where I come from. Okay. Great. Whereas for you, I think, yeah, from Belgium to Spain and then from <laughs> Spain going back to Belgium, that must be a, quite a quite a cultural difference, not to say a shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it was it was very, very strange, but in a good way, no, to, uh, to also experience no? that the, the different culture that you For have sure. here, where, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're calling your boss or your teachers as well, because that's something, also something that I noticed, no? So, so university professors, you were calling them by their name. Yes. Uh, so, hi, Georgiana, so how are you mm-hmm. doing? So, yes. in Belgium, that would be, you know, hi, sir, no, or hi, miss, or, or, mm-hmm. or missus, mm-hmm. uh, which was also something very strange, no? So, there's a lot of uh, the distance that we're creating in, in other cultures, perhaps, that doesn't exist here in Spain. So if a Spanish company is going to attract people from other countries, that's also something that they need to take into account. You know, you For cannot sure. go mm-hmm. so directly with your messages because, you know, when you're um, doing uh, or, or, or trying to to attract people from other countries, that might come as a shock. Cho- as a shock. Yeah, absolutely. But Michiel, where do you think employer branding is going to be five years from now? That is, that is a very good that is a very good question. Um, um, I was also thinking about it, and, and the answer differs very much if we compare before and after the the Corona pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Because before the Corona pandemic, perhaps uh, I would say that it would would still take a while. Uh, some of that that most of the companies, you know, knew about the concept already, but you know they were still waiting a bit, you no, know, uh, seeing where it was going. They were obviously reading what other companies were doing, but they were still, you know, like yeah. We'll we'll do it when when you know when it's when it's needed, right? Uh, and this is something that we particularly saw with working from home. So a lot of our clients that that we have, um, with the the thing about working from home was that mm-hmm. a lot of them, you know, they saw obviously advantages because you know the work life balance that we mentioned before, which in Spain at that moment was still very very difficult, no, because you had to be in the office from eight to eight. Yeah. So they saw they saw advantages there, but most of the companies, you know, they wouldn't want to enter it. Um, the, the, they wouldn't want to enter the topic in, in too much detail because you know they were still waiting a bit and uh, seeing if, if they could try to avoid yeah. the, the whole you know flexibility, working mm-hmm. from home, mm-hmm. uh, work-life balance uh, matter. So then Corona happened, yeah. and then all of the, and then all of a sudden everybody had to start working from home. So mm-hmm. that made made things a bit more complicated for those companies, you no? Know, because all all of a sudden. Um, some of those companies that perhaps didn't trust employees and that's why they wanted to have them in the office all the time, you know, those employees started working from home and yeah. with, with good results. And at the same time, also companies that, that already offered work from home options had the chance to, to, to increase their work from home uh, possibilities and to even further motivate people. So um, what's, what's, what's happening now uh, and what we're seeing now is that uh, most of the companies saw have seen the benefits of working from home, and they're now working on hybrid solutions. No, where yeah. some of the some of the days you'll be at the office, but some of the days you'll also be at home. However, sure. a mm-hmm. very small portion of the companies, uh, what 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 they're doing is they've already communicated to their to their staff that in September everybody has to be at the office again, um, 100% of the time. No? So what we're seeing now is that those companies um, they're they're starting to notice how people are leaving. And they're, uh, we, we've been in contact with, with some of them 
and they don't know what's what's happening. So now all of a sudden, you know, they're they're discovering employer branding and and they're discovering that that something exists, like you know, uh, the, the the value proposition, uh, how to investigate what people really want, how to take care of your employee experience. So I think um, Corona basically has accelerated everything, and that you know where employer branding would be in five years in a normal situation that now has accelerated and yes. that now is like you know mm -hmm. perhaps next year mm -hmm. already or within two years no which is basically companies starting to really understand you know that in order to attract and retain and and motivate people they need to understand mm -hmm. what people want uh, and they also need to 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 be able to to trust people no and, and to also evolve a bit more towards um a situation where where people and we'll start working more for projects no, in terms of projects and you have like specific projects where you're working on and it might be possible that you might work a bit more during some specific um, periods yeah. but then in other periods you know you might have a bit more of a um, uh, spare time uh, yeah. that you can also spend however Which you want. Which is totally normal, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And that's a bit I think where we're going uh, but now with, with Corona that's, that has accelerated um, so yeah, what we're seeing now is is a lot of people changing jobs as well. No? So uh, mm -hmm. this is something that you've probably noticed as well. So my LinkedIn, every time I open LinkedIn, yes. uh, you know, it's it's full of people changing jobs because people mm -hmm. also saw that you know the the pandemic really was like a stress test. No, to see you know my company that has been telling me for years that they take care of me. You know, how did they react during the crisis situation? Did they really take care of me or not? Or do I really want to continue with this company or do I want to evolve? Yeah. So a lot of changes happening. A lot of companies are now discovering, you know, that that is happening and they're now getting more and more interested in, in employer branding. So I think that the future of employer branding looks looks very bright, that more and more people are, are willing to, to investigate about, you know, what it's all about and how you can implement it. And yeah, for, for, for people like us, no, that's, that's, that's great news, no? because we've been talking about employer branding uh, for, for quite a while now. And sure. sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. specifically at the beginning, it was a bit like, you know, yeah, of course, you know, the typical marketing, blah, blah, blah. But I think now more and more um, people and companies are also discovering the, the advantages that it really has. Absolutely. And um, since we are, we are approaching the end of our podcast, I'm really curious, was there ever in your professional career an instance where your your employer branding efforts, your strategies, make made a significant difference in the lives of the employees or in the, you know, working of the company? Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a very good one. Um, in first example that, that came to mind uh, at at you know when when thinking about when when thinking about the question is. Um, in 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 SAD, so when we started the employer branding projects that we did uh, for SAD, so for the Volkswagen Group, we uh, detected around 2014 more or less, which was when uh, the, the the startup boom started here in Barcelona. Yeah. So around uh, 2014 more or less, uh, we saw that more and more programmers were leaving the company um, to join startups because SEAT, so the Volkswagen Group, is located on the outskirts of, of Barcelona, so it's a 20-minute bus ride um, towards the towards the office, right? And in 2014, working from home uh, still wasn't a possibility because yes. you know. 
Corona still hadn't happened and everything like that. So um, in two, around 2014, we, we started seeing you know, that, that more and more programmers and engineers wanted to be in the city center where they were at five minutes from, you know, from a startup there where they would work at. Um, so we started investigating a bit of, of the reasons you know, and, and the main reason was that uh, was, was based on salary, right? So we saw that startups started to pay a higher salary and, and, and um, some companies you know, that, that eagerly wanted to attract those specific mm -hmm. profiles, they started to pay a higher salary than the salary that was being paid at that moment uh, in, in SEAT, so in the Volkswagen Group. So what we did was um, a communication campaign and a marketing campaign as well to uh, inform uh, employees about all the benefits apart from the salary that they had for working at at, at SEAT. So we basically with with your annual with your uh, annual. So in, in Spain we have like an annual um, document where you have all um, you, you have like your salary and you also have it on a monthly basis. No, you so mm -hmm. back in the days you received it by post, right? So you received like a card in, in the in the mail uh, with with your salary with you know the typical letter of of, of your salary. So what we did is. Um, um, a communication campaign where um, on the second page, so we added a second page to, to the salary, right? On the second page, we added everything that the company um, spends on, um, uh, on on education, on fruit, on, you know, on the buses, because, you know, you, you have like free buses that yeah. go to, to sales, so you don't need to go by car. Um, um, on, you know, you had like a, a, a child's healthcare program as well, uh, like a leasing discount. So we started um, just making a list of all of those additional topics that employees mm -hmm. also received mm -hmm. when uh, when working for for the company. So what what people um, received was you know their salary, so what they would have every month on on their bank account, but also you know the additional um, non uh, monetary advantages that you yeah. had for for working at the company. And we saw that 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 helped um, mm. to to decrease the rate of employees that that went to another company because. What, 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 what we're also seeing is that a lot of the times we're working at a company you know, and, and, and the first six months, it's like the honeymoon phase. You now we're very excited and everything yeah. is great. You know? But then after six months, you know, that free fruit or uh, that you know, free bus ride or you know, that extra, I don't know, healthcare insurance that you have, you, know, you start seeing it as something normal and you start forgetting that that's also mm -hmm. part of your salary package, right? So what, what, exactly. we're, what mm -hmm. we did at that moment was you know, really uh, focus, uh, put the focus on that as well, so that you know in, instead of your salary, you also had twenty percent more in in terms of you know additional benefits that that we would give, and that had a very good impact. And that's actually something also that we're that we're implementing when we're this, seeing this in other clients. So when we're seeing that a lot of people are starting to leave, you know, we we're, we obviously we obviously start to analyze what is happening, you know, and, and what's 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 the problem. But also we we also always recommend. To um, to do that, no. So um, yeah. apart from the salary, you know, add just an additional paper, a, 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 an additional page, or put it online or whatever, where you, where you're just mentioning all the benefits that people have for working at your company, and that way you're reinforcing your positioning continuously. Mm -hmm. I think just sometimes people forget, or sometimes they simply just don't acknowledge it. They don't know about yeah. the extra money that the company is spending on their behalf. So, exactly. Yeah. That, that's also a very good one because mm -hmm. uh, we also did like a, a questionnaire uh, afterwards no? and a lot of people were unaware, like yeah. you, like yeah. you're mentioning, no? mm -hmm. so completely unaware that, you know, the company was paying for all the buses, that, you yeah. know, the, the, the insurance or the leasing discount was also like, uh, and you also had like, I forgot to mention that, we also had like a, a company restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and food would cost mm -hmm. you one euro. 
and it yes. was like a complete menu, For right? Free, so basically. the company was was paying mm -hmm. nine euros per employee on a daily basis for the 14,000 uh, employees yes. that were that are working at the company, mm -hmm. you know, just so everybody can have a free meal, basically a free meal, right? Yes. So mm -hmm. putting all that mm -hmm. in in value, right, and, and and adding that to to you know your your salary as an additional benefit, I mean that really helps. Yeah, and you you basically only. Um, evidentiated it. You only highlighted yeah. what was already happening. Yeah, I think exactly. that's that's actually yeah. genius. Very yeah. nice, very very nice strategy. Okay, cool. So now the question that I ask all of my guests, um, I ask everyone to provide us with a resource that can be useful for us, whether it's a book or a movie or an article, and it doesn't really have to be employer branding related. Just something that we can all look at after we end this this discussion. Yeah, uh, so I was thinking about it because there are a lot of good books on employer branding, a lot of good, um, um, no, and they're starting to, to be more and more publications on employer branding and, and et cetera, et cetera. But there, I think there's one book, it was also mentioned, or it's being mentioned as well, a lot of employer branding discussions. It's a book of, of Simon Sinek, which is uh, Start With Why, mm -hmm. which is a book mm -hmm. about, you know, um, you know what? What is your value proposition? Not only from yes. from a company point of view, but also from a personal point of view, right? Mm -hmm. So what? Why? What, what am I doing? No, what? What do I want to achieve as a person, as a company, but also from an employer branding point of view? Because um, most of the times, um, what what we're doing is, you know, we're thinking about employer branding, about strategies, attracting, motivating, you know, and 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 we start getting ideas and and we start implementing stuff. But you know, we we need to we need to start with you know. Why are we doing this? What do we want to achieve? How do we want to be perceived? And the book of, of Simon Sinek, which is a um, yeah, which is a, a person who has written a lot of books, he's, he's doing Especially a lot of uh, talks as well, master mm -hmm. classes, no, mm -hmm. very marketing, exactly, very marketing uh, oriented person. But it's a, it's a very interesting book to 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 just help with that, no, to just understand, you know, why are we doing this? Um, and 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 how can we be better at what we're doing? And that's also what we try to do as well. No, so instead of starting with the nice website or with the the um, onboarding um, package that we send yeah. to employees, no, that a lot of mm -hmm. companies are doing. I mean, that's also great. No, that those are great uh, employer running actions. But you know, <laughs> if they're not um, aligned within a general strategy and and within you know your reasoning why you're doing this. I mean, it's all great, but you know, it's not. You're not going to have your effect. Right? You're not going to really reinforce your positioning. So that's 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 a starting point, no? and that's why when 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 um, companies reach out to us, you know, and 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 they have like a very specific request, which is you know, we want to be more, we want to have more awareness in 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 job fairs, or yeah. we want to have a better website. You know, what we're doing is asking why, you know? why, why do you want to do this? And, you know, if the answer is, you know, because we've seen that, that our competitors are doing it because, you know, uh, our, our main competitor has added a video to the website and we also want to do that now. Um, you know, what we then do is we, 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 we start at the beginning, you know, and we start, you know, with, with why are we doing this? How are people perceiving you from the inside? What are they seeing from the outside? What are your KPIs? What do you really want to track? And when we have all of that, we we then go to the to the to the beautiful website or to the additional video etc etc et mm -hmm. no, and that's 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 a good that's a good book and then, um well we, we we were talking before about um, about having kids no and then uh, yes. so I was also looking um, mm -hmm. watching 
kids movies uh, lately and there's there's one movie which which actually is very interesting from an employee running point of view which is called bee movie uh so it's a movie about uh, about bees with jerry seinfeld um yes. as, as the voice it's an older um, one. yes I it's, know it's, it. it's, it's mm -hmm. a kid's movie mm -hmm. but really the beginning of the movie has a lot to do with employer running so very very briefly summarized no it's so it's a, it's a colony of bees um and they're doing everything what bees should be doing you know so so there's one so there's the main character which is barry um and 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 you know what the bees are doing is from the moment they're born until they die you know they do exactly the same job so he starts questioning that no and he starts questioning you know why why are we doing the same job and and why you know should we do the same job for the rest of our lives which is a bit you know what 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 um what the company cultures were before no and so in, in in previous eras you started working at the same company for the rest of your lives so he started he starts questioning this and you know then the movie changes a bit the, the subject no but but the first part is is very interesting because it's still uh, sometimes a synonym to what some uh, CEOs or some uh, HR managers are still viewing as, as the as the uh, you know as, as the main goal no to have people working in the same company for 20 25 years yes. so yeah Cool. So for people yeah, who have actually, kids, that's, that's a very good example <laughs> of a movie, and I think I'm I'm gonna watch it again with my daughter. Maybe it's a it's a cool one. Okay, thank you so much, Michiel, for talking to me today. This was really Pleasure. nice and really useful and informative. Likewise. And um, I wish you good luck with everything you're doing. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. This was Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and content on employer branding-related themes on employerbranding.tech. Until the next time, stay tuned. Bye!